in that situation, I would say that you have all rights in the world to be like whacked out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about why you're not. Dr. Harfish said there are those of you here that in six months from now, you won't even be able to recognize your life. Your life will completely be changed. Where was the pain? The pain was up here in my shoulder. And before you said that pain was leaving, I started feeling the heat yeah. hit my shoulder. And then when you said, I thought, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the pain is left. And the pain is left. Welcome to Miracles Today, and I have got with me today a gorgeous young lady, Amanda. Thank you for joining me on Miracles Today. So glad you're here. I want to go straight back to um, probably a tender moment in your life um, where your mom and your dad split. Can you tell me about that? Well, actually, I don't actually remember them ever being together because I was just a baby when they divorced. Oh. Yes, but it was hard because my mom... My mom and I were pretty much on our own. Um, I had an older brother, and so my mom remarried when I was three, um, and she married into a very abusive relationship, oh and I actually goodness. saw her get put into the hospital. And wait, so I, whoa! I, tell me about that. What, what happened there? Um, my mom, her first, her second husband, um, physically attacked her in a public place after their divorce. So I was actually taken from my mom for a while and just seeing her go through that because she wouldn't allow us to see her like that. So she went through a lot of abuse, not just physically, but verbally. And she went on to marry several times. So I actually experienced divorce about five times before I graduated high school. My goodness. Yes. And so what, how do you think, I mean, how did, how, how did that affect your perception of, of ever being able to marry and, and have a strong marriage? Well, to be quite honest with you, at like 17, when they asked me where I'd be in 10 years, I said, I will not be married, I will be on my own, and I will be making a lot of money. <laughs> so, <laughs> sounds like a safer place. <laughs> yeah. And then you also, uh, you also were in and out of drug addiction. Can I talk about Yes. That? Okay. Yes. Um, I was introduced to drugs at age 14. I actually started... <laughs> taking mushrooms at 14 and I absolutely loved it. It was just the best. The hallucinogenics. Yes. And it was actually like taking a journey away from everything and so I think that was initially what caused me to fall in love with it because actually I did. <laughs> that was my first love. And so actually then it progressed into um, I smoked a lot of marijuana. Um, I didn't actually drink alcohol until I was in my 20s but I did um, a lot of speed and so that was my favorite. And at that time, I was just hiding it from my family and doing a really good job of it. <laughs> tell me something. From five different dads, okay, what was your relationship with these different men as they came in and out of your life? Well, 
honestly, as I was younger, I was a lot closer to them. But as I got older, I began to look at them as another child in my mom's life because they really were more like dependents. And that's coming from my perception. So you felt like your mom was the strength. Yes. And these, oh, yes. And these, and these men were dependents. Very much so. So Very your mom was so. attracted to taking care of guys. I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, they were awesome, but I didn't trust them. And there was a lot of stuff going on in the home that, um, that caused a lot of um, hurt. And there was a lot of, um, well, actually, you know, um, adultery and stuff. So we actually got first to see all of that and now was that was that on your mom's end or the guys ends? on the guys ends yeah and then it, watching her go through that and just experiencing that it, w it was horrible <laughs> you know the, the bottom line is in that situation I would say that you have all rights in the world to be like whacked out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's talk about why you're not <laughs> okay. Yes. okay when did you meet Dr. Harfus? okay um well, I met him through the CP Year One tapes, Great Faith. That's how I met him. I didn't actually know who he was, but that's the first time I heard heard him teach. So now, how did you get those tapes in your hands? Um, a really good friend of mine brought them to me, and he's like, you've got to hear this preacher. He is awesome. And they were like um, t telling me about the um, strongholds that religion are teaching. Um, and he was breaking down each stronghold about the sovereignty of God. That was a big one. You know, that, that we have a part in it and that it, God is in control of everything. But in actuality, it's our faith and it's our confession that brings us into that place of the blessing of God. So God's not this, like, guy... Like like Zeus, right? In heaven with a chessboard <laughs> or puppet strings, right? So that's what you learned in great faith. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And it's not a wish or a hope. You know, it's I know that I know that I know based on the word of God that cannot lie. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Welcome back to Miracles Today, and I am here with Amanda. And Amanda, when we left, I mean, you, I'm just absolutely amazed at how gorgeous you are, <laughs> how sober-minded you are, and how confident you are. Yes. And, and you had said you'd met Dr. Harfouche through tapes. Right. When was the first time that you actually met him in the flesh? I mean, you know, like, well, actually not the flesh, but in the yes. spiritual flesh. <laughs> yes. In the spring of 2003, he came to Ozark, Alabama for a miracle rally. And I got a phone call, um, go, and I said I wouldn't miss one single meeting. And I went um, to every single meeting. And uh, it was the first night I was there, I was just completely blown away. I don't think I slept a wink that night. I was just like, wow. And I knew that God was calling me to something so much bigger than where I was. And I just thanked God. And um, I began to think, what can I do? What, you know, what can I do? And I had $400. And so the next day I went back, I took my mother with me. Um, one night I believe I took my stepmother with me. She happened to be here. 
And um, that night I sowed a seed, and Dr. Harfush said, there are those of you here that in six months from now, you won't even be able to recognize your life. Your life will completely be changed and um, by the power of God. And I believe there was more than one laying on of hands service. And you can only imagine, I'm just walking in the glory cloud. I mean, I'm going home, and that seed, I'm telling you, that seed, when I put it into the prophet, let me tell you, Things began to happen immediately. Well, can you can you tell the the the, the viewing audience um, about International Work Institute and what it's done for your life? Yes, okay. yes. Okay. Well, I just wanted to share that um, if God has put the call on your life, if you feel that there's more for you inside. Than, than what you have right now. God is your deliverer. Jesus came to set the captive free. I want to encourage you that if God, if you feel that calling deep down inside of you to just step out right now, and if you have a faith offering, if you have something in your hands, release it right now. Just give it, and God will meet you in that place, and um, He will make a way. He will bring you. It doesn't matter if you're halfway across the world or halfway across the state or if you're just a city away, God will move in your behalf. He will provide for you. He, he will take you to higher heights. Well, right now we're going to go to God's prophet of performance, Dr. Christian Harfouche, and we're going to find out more yes. about how everyone's life <laughs> can be touched and changed as radically as yours has been. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we'll do that right now. Is that all right? Yeah. Awesome. That's you did a great job. Beautiful. <laughs> the Lord is talking to me about so many of you and so many people here need miracle. And turn around, let's face the congregation. Now look for your miracle. <laughs> if you've never seen anyone under the anointing of God. That's all this is. This is the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm not going to get this one to talk. We're just going to, we're just going to go out under the power a little bit longer. Yeah. There's also work being done in your hips. There's a lot of power. Never Will you ever be diagnosed with osteoporosis? Mm, 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 mm. I bind that name over mm, your life. Mm, mm, mm. Osteoporosis. Get out! Mm, mm. Someone's hips just got, uh, your legs just got adjusted. Your hips just got adjusted. Your, the Lord healed your lower back while you were sitting there. You had lower back pain and it's gone. Who is that person? You had lower back pain and it's gone. Who is that person? Did you have lower back pain? Is it all gone? Yeah, the Lord adjusted. Lift your hands up. Lift them up. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There also pain is leaving people. If you uh, came 
or head pain, whether a second before I said it or a little while ago, and, and that pain left your body, and right now you don't have pain in your body, that's uh, a healing that the Lord did through the anointing of His Word. If that's you, just stand right where you are. Just stand. Just check your body. Check your body. Check your body. If you had pain anywhere in your body, check your body for the miracle. If you have miracle is, is, is in your body, stand up. Not just by faith, but it actually left. Give me a quick. Where was the pain? My lower back. And the moment you said that, I felt like he just came in my back and it, it left just like that. <laughs> How'd it leave? How'd it leave? Just like that. <laughs> Come here quick. I know. These are our friends from Australia. Where was the pain? It's in my back. And it left? When, when did it leave? <laughs> Come here quick, quick. What was the pain? It was hanging on for dear life. The last two weeks it has been bothering me so bad and it's just been hurting and now I can bend it. And um, my back was hurting but the moment I stood up, the pain left. And you're back too. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Tell her. Your business and your partners that are in business with you is going to triple in the next six months. <laughs> what happened? I'm a waitress and I stand up all week long and the back of my knees were aching and throbbing and the pain just throbbed away. Uh, uh, something happened over here. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you're a waitress and you... In my back of my legs throb all the time from standing up and when I stood up it just throbbed on away. It, just it throbbed out of your life. <laughs> Permanently. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless her, Jesus. Yeah, that way. Come here, quick. Quick, come, come. Where was the pain? The pain was up here in my shoulder. And before you said that pain was leaving, I started feeling the heat yeah. you know, hit my shoulder. And then when you said, I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And the pain has left. And the pain is left. My God. It's been there for weeks. For weeks. Weeks. Yes. And it's gone. And it's gone completely. My God. (laughs) I had a really bad headache all morning. 
I couldn't put in my contacts. Like reoccurring symptoms from a healing that I got in my eyes was trying to come back today. And just as everyone was coming up getting healed, the, the pain left right here. <laughs> so, praise God. I'm going to put in my contacts when I go home. Uh, did you get healed? Come here, quick. What? But where was the pain? I had pain in my you had muscle in the side of your neck. You pulled a muscle in your neck. How'd you do that? I, I don't know. <laughs> Thank God for the healing. That she's healed from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. She's healed. Come, come. Come, come, come. Talk in that microphone. I've been uh, lifting boxes and moving books, and I've had pain in my back for about two weeks. And then I started wondering if I was having kidney stone attack in one spot, because it moved from one side to the other, and it was excruciating for about two or three days. And I've been standing on the work, believing I'm healed, and then the pain all left during the service. So it's gone. That's awesome. That's awesome. Praise God. Lord, just bless her in Jesus' name. Bless her. Come here. Just bless her. Let her be drunk in the Holy Ghost for about eight days. In Jesus' name. I'm getting tipsy now. Where was the pain? Um, I had pain in the back of my leg. Uh -huh. In my wrist, back of my legs for the past three days. And um, the back, my wrists were hurting for the past three weeks. Three weeks. And when you said, Dr. Robin said, stretch your hands this way and pray for this person. Yeah. And, and when I stretched my hands, then the pain left my leg. And um, now the pain is leaving my wrist. And I, my mother has chronic back pain. And I want to come up for her. What's your mom's name? Ardell. And she's having knee surgery on her left knee. Next month, her mama. Well, Lord, we just loose that anointing on her now. Right now in her body. We, could, we, we, we command that body to be immersed in manifestation. I'm here with God's prophet of performance, Dr. Christian Herfush. <laughs> Christian, I know that um, um, that term God's prophet of performance is something actually that pastors gave you. Yes, it is. It is. And it actually what it is is that... Uh, we believe, and so do many people around the world, that whenever the Word of God is spoken and preached under a powerful anointing, He will be there to perform the Word spoken. And uh, that we've come to a day now when uh, there is a lot of uh, uh, declaration that is bringing instant manifestation into people's lives. And so... Uh, well, you know, that's what happened to that really sweet girl that I interviewed 
about her story. At the beginning of today's show, um, Amanda, she had been, you know, uh, addicted to drugs and alcohol. Parents were divorced, and she was actually in a crusade uh, meeting of ours in Ozark, Alabama. Mm. And when she saw the power of God, that's when she decided to follow Jesus and come to International Miracle Institute. It was the manifestation, the performance. That is so awesome. Well, that's God's pattern of doing things, and actually it stands the scrutiny of any theologian or any uh, serious student of the Word of God whenever we delve into God's Word, whether it's in the beginning or all the way through the epistles of the apostles. We see a pattern where the Lord declares it, then He performs it. He will do nothing unless He reveals His secret to His servants, the prophets. But then when He declares it and reveals it, He performs it. He speaks of a day in the Bible, in Isaiah, uh, tells us that a day will come. And He says, in that day, the heavy burden or the load or, uh, that you're carrying will be taken off your shoulders. The yoke of bondage that binds man, whether it is addiction, whether it's uh, immorality, whether it's uh, condemnation, whatever the bondage is, will be destroyed because of the power of the anointing. And then we see that that day came when Jesus arrived on the scene. All waiting was done away with. Uh, there was no need any longer to wait for uh, someone else. Uh, there was no need uh, for anyone to talk about someday in the future, although our future gets brighter and brighter every day with God. Yet when Jesus came, He ministered from the Spirit of the Lord upon Him. And He said, this is what I've come to do. And then when the blind would come, He would heal them. When the leper would say, if you will, you can make me whole. Jesus said, I will be made whole. And you see in his three and a half years of ministry, Jesus performing exactly what the word of God is ministering and teaching through him. And then he in turn takes this power, this authority and this anointing and he pours it on 120 disciples in the upper room, including Mary mm -hmm. and others. And uh, they get filled with the Holy Spirit. And one sermon is preached by Peter and multitudes are added to the church. And then the book of Acts becomes this record of, of so uh, much performance and power-packed uh, action in God that uh, we go through the epistles and discover that God's theology is that our words are not the words of philosophy or man's intellect, but demonstration of the Spirit and of power. And as we began and continued for now over 25 years to travel and minister this powerful Word of God, uh, what we were predicting would manifest in the middle of our gathering and pastors began to say, well, you must be a prophet of performance. And that's how the term came. I believe we're living in a time of accelerated performance where the Holy Spirit, our teacher, the Word of God, our foundation, coming alive to, to erupt in our hearts. 
the knowledge and the confidence that our God is ever-present to perform and to bless. This is where I am. I will change your life forever. And, you know, um, we've personally, you and I, yes. we've personally laid our hands on, uh, I don't know, way over... A million people by 1993. Right. And that's when, that's when the Spirit of God began really, you know, talking to us about, we can't do it all. No. And, and that's why we need you. You're out there and you're a Christian and you've got the call of God on your life and you've got a destiny. Every believer is called to lay hands on the sick. You've got to come and help us get this done so that Jesus Christ can come and rapture his church. You have the, the, the God-given ability and the call and destiny upon your life to be one of the 400,000 miracle workers. Yes. So pick up your phone right now, call and become an IMI, International Miracle Institute student, and then watch us again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings.